We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome to the Road Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TBFL. It's Friday. It's May 19th. It is 2023. 12 baseball games to talk about here on today's podcast. I'm joined by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, what's happening, my friend? What is going on, brother? Uh, glad to be here. It's time to talk another slate. And uh, hopefully we can help put some money in a few people's pockets. Yeah, love it, man. Um, you know, first of all, say that we weren't here yesterday, wasn't feeling the best. I'm still about 60%. My throat is swollen. Um, I don't know if it's from talking too much. My wife tells me it's from talking too much. But um, I don't know if she's trying to be funny or not. But yeah, so I'm about 60%. So if I don't talk as much today, I'm just going to hammer home points um, and let Chief do his thing. But Thanks, everyone, for being here. What's up, YouTube? Hope you're having a fantastic Thursday night. And um, we got some baseball. Let's get started. Roll right in. 
We got Detroit at Washington, nine total in this game. Detroit a slight favorite at minus 118. Uh, we got Irvin and Boyd facing off against each other here. Well, we got two of the worst offenses in baseball. Um, any interest here in Matthew Boyd? Uh, I don't know, Steve. It, it's weird with Boyd today. You know, Washington has been a team that hasn't struck out a whole lot this season overall. But the Ks are starting to come around. And, I, you know, I've been talking about that in the prop shop a little bit about, you know, don't, don't not look at the data just because you think something's happening because things are changing as teams progress through the season. It's a big slate. I don't think I need boards. So I think I'm going to pass. But it wouldn't surprise me if he went out and got five or six Ks today at that price. One thing I'll say about this matchup is Washington is atrocious against right-handed pitching. They're actually a little better than league average against left-handed pitching this season. Um, they're a top 10 WRC plus team. They have a 16.7% strikeout rate, which is the second lowest in baseball behind Houston. So I think it's a tough matchup for Boyd. You know, we play Boyd for his like strikeout ceiling. And when you're facing a low strikeout team like this, um, I just I think it's a tough one for him today. So I think I'll leave Matthew Boyd on the shelf today. Jake Irvin on the other side of this game, kind of all over the place so far. Uh, any interest here in Irvin? I mean, it's another one of those spots, man, where I don't think I need Irvin. It wouldn't shock me if he comes out, puts up a nice start against the Detroit Tigers, like they could have a bad match. They could have a bad day against anyone, but I, I don't think I want to play Irvin today. And, and for, for what it's worth, pitching isn't like elite today. So that's, that's kind of the balance, but I, I do think there's some better options the further we get into the slate, obviously. I think you're going to get a pitcher throwing 90 plus pitches against Detroit um, at under 7K. So in large field tournaments, if you want to take a shot on Jake Irvin, I'm not going to sit here and tell you no um, by any means. So I think he's okay. He doesn't grade out like as a huge strikeout pitcher. He's definitely way early in when he's, you know, was expected to be in the majors. This is a guy that pretty much spent all of last year in double A, a little bit of high A ball last year as well. So a little early swinging strike rate in the minors, decent, um, just doesn't grade out to be a huge strikeout guy. So, I mean, I could see him having a decent game here. He's cheap. Detroit Bats, any interest here in Detroit? Uh, not a team I really want to get involved with today. Just These are just two blah offenses. Yeah, there's something. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're cheap. So if you want to take like a cheap secondary Detroit stack, um, power to you. <laughs> power to you. Right. Um Washington, I think Washington's interesting overall. They're really cheap. So, like, Elaine Thomas, a Ruiz, a catcher, um, Garrett, you know, just kind of looking at what this lineup could potentially look at today. Um, if Manessis is back, I know he got put on um, maternity, paternity leave on Wednesday. If he's back here on a Friday, uh, he's super interesting. But I think the righties for Washington, they're really cheap. And I don't know if I full stack them, but I, I could see maybe using a one-off or two or even like a secondary stack just because of how cheap they are. And I don't, I just don't believe in Matt Boyd. 
I get it. I just, once again, and I know I've told this story before, Stevie. I just, Washington, bases loaded, no run scored. Just, it's just, they're so bad sometimes. And I, I'm, I'm going to fade this team today. I mean, I understand it. I do. <laughs> All right, we're out. We're out. We're out of those games. We're out. We're out. Those are two of the worst offenses in baseball. We're we're moving on. We got Cubs, Phillies, nine total in this game. The Phillies are one thirty favorite. We got Suarez and Stroman facing off against each other. Uh, any interest here in Marcus Stroman? Uh, I mean, I I don't hate him on this slate, Stevie. Like he's going to get ground balls. He will get some strikeouts. Like. I wish he was a little cheaper. I think the problem is the price. I wish he was 8K, not 8,800. Maybe 7,800, not 8,800. I think he's a little bit too expensive for his ceiling, but I, he's not the worst pitcher on this slate. Like, I, I think he goes in my pool in large field. Yeah, I mean, still goes out, generates a lot of ground balls. You know, just most of the time, going to go out and throw a quality start. Uh, I yeah. mean, that's what you're getting out of Marcus Stroman. Five, six innings, um, quality start type games. I don't think he has the highest ceiling. I don't think he has the lowest ceiling. I wish he was a little bit cheaper than 8,800. Not my favorite, but definitely playable um, today. Ranger Suarez, 72 pitches in his first start back. Didn't look great. That game was in cores. It's it's so hard to judge a first start uh, with it being in cores. But I will say the Cubs, I mean, grayed out is like a top 10 offense against left-handed pitching. Suarez is 6,300. Any interest in him here? Oh, I mean, him with him kind of just getting back, Stevie. I know it was, you know, seventy-two pitches here. I, I just, I, I, I don't, I, I don't think I want to do it right now. I know he's sixty-three hundred. His price is bumped down, I think, for him to come back. Like he probably sees eighty-five pitches, but I, I, I don't think I want to pull the trigger here, just in case. We saw a huge dip for Suarez from like 2021 to 2022 and like his strikeout ability and his strikeout stuff. Um, it was down almost 6%. I swing and strike rate that went down like 3%. He had decent swinging strikes in his first start. It was one start. It was Colorado, even though it was in course. Um, I think I'm going to need to see like closer to 2021 numbers for Ranger Suarez before I get excited about playing him. Um, and I mean, th- this is a tougher lineup. So let's go Cubs bats. Uh, what's standing out to you for Chicago? Well, I, I think, man, you just honestly, I think it's the team I want to stack today, Stevie. So not necessarily that um, anything's crazy, but pretty much every bat they have, I'm in on it. You know, give me, give me some hap, give me some more real, give me Dan's bit 4,500, give me some wisdom at 4K. Like, you know, like I, I, I want to stack this team. Mancini, he should crack the lineup big, 2,300. I think it's a good stack today. I really like this team a lot. I like the upside. You're getting them on the road. Jan Gomes, cheap catcher alert. Yeah. I mean, hitting lefties really well. Morel, just, I mean, he keeps hitting. Like, yeah. just keeps hitting. So, second baseman with some home run upside. I mean, he has five home runs already since getting called up. Three in the last four games. So, I think Morell at second base is really interesting. Obviously, Wisdom is the guy that gives you plenty of upside. So I'm with you. I think I like the Cubs today. I think they're a really interesting stack. Philadelphia, Stroman generates a lot of ground balls. Um, I mean, you can always take shots on Harper and Schwarber. They're really expensive. Um, Trey Turner, 
like getting Harper back elevates this offense to another level uh, because now you're you're really needing to get around like four guys instead of getting around three. Um, they're expensive. I think if I'm playing Philadelphia, it's a stack, but I probably won't end up there today. Yeah, I I get it. I just I'm gonna side with you on this one. I think Strowman has enough ground balls to keep the offense limited. Yeah. All right, Baltimore at Toronto. Nine total in this one. Blue Jays are 152 favorite. Kikuchi and Gibson facing off against each other. Any interest here in Kyle Gibson? No. Uh, quick no. <laughs> quick. quick. Very no. quick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Understand this one completely. Um, I mean, Kyle Gibson – He's done it for years, but really this year coming in, um, sitting around like a 5X FIP, 16% Ks, just really struggling to generate soft contact. So I'm with you. No Kyle Gibson love for me today. Um, what about Yusei Kikuchi at 8,100 here going up against Baltimore? Oh, man. Kikuchi's a mixed bag as well, Steve. On the season, I think his K rate's around 20 to 22%. Like it's not nearly as high as I think I would want it to be. Um, I, really, he's the tournament play du jour. Like, he could come out here and get eight strikeouts, and I wouldn't be surprised. He could come out here and get two strikeouts in six innings, two strikeouts in three innings and get blown up, and I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I, I would strictly just resort him to, like, large field tournaments. I wouldn't even play him in single entry or uh, or three entry max. It just He's just too all over the place. You look at some of his advanced stats, you're like, this guy should be giving up two or three home runs per game right now. Um, and I know he's done it a lot recently. So I, I think, you know, I think you nailed it when you're like large field play. I mean, if you're playing some Kikuchi and you're running 20 entries or 150 max, like you have to get exposure to Baltimore too. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, the guy is just, you know, his home run to fly ball ratio is his hard hit and fly ball ratio is what you're really wanting here. So, um, yeah, I mean, large field tournament, sure. Uh, Baltimore bats, yeah. I mean, sign me up. I think this is a, a fantastic spot for Baltimore. Mount Castle, Mount Castle, Hayes, Santander, uh, McKenna, McCann, Mateo, Rutschman, like all the guys. Give me all the guys. I, I like. This spot a lot. We already have a lot of fly ball hitters in this lineup. Um, Baltimore on the road. I think we're looking at like a multi home run game here if Kikuchi's not on his stuff. Yeah, I like both. I like both sides of this game. I'm with you. Definitely want to play Baltimore. I got involved with Baltimore a little bit uh, on the previous slate, Stevie. It just didn't come to fruition with Mountcastle. But Rutschman hit a bomb. Uh, Santander hit a bomb. And, you know, a couple other guys just kind of, you know, poke some things around. This offense has definitely improved from last season. I, I'm in on getting on the Baltimore stacks. Thoughts on the Toronto side of this game? Oh, baby, stack them up, but you're going to have to pay for it. You know, you got uh, some some pretty expensive bets here overall. Um, like you got Springer at 4200 which is cheap for him, and Varsho at 4100 But, man, you got to pay for Vlad at 55 uh, you got to pay for Chapman at 47. You got to pay for Bo Bichette at 54. You can work around with the rest of them. So uh, got, got a couple expensive pieces, but all in all, I think we can make it work 
with the pitching not being so crazy today. Definitely an interesting slate. We'll see if Vlad is in the lineup or not. He's been dealing with a little bit of a knee. Um, I mean, it could potentially open up a, a value better too. So Cleveland at New York facing the Mets. Eight and a half total in this one. The Mets, a 140 favorite. We got Quantrell going up against Carrasco. Any interest here in Cal Quantrell? I mean, you got to unmute yourself when you say no. But I think the people that are on YouTube definitely understood the thought of that. Yeah. Death. No, we're not playing Cal Quantrill today. Yeah, I'm with you. No interest in Quantrill. Low strikeout pitcher against a low strikeout team. A lot of balls going to be put in play in this game. Not what you want, um, DFS-wise. Grasco, 8,200. Um, I mean, hasn't pitched in over a month through 52 pitches in double-A in his rehab start. Um, I assume 75 to 80 pitches here, maybe 90 max. I think that's a really strong max. Uh, it was like an elbow. What are your thoughts on Carrasco? Yep, not playing him either. And, I mean, Houston – I mean, not Houston, excuse me. Cleveland is absolutely watered down right now. But I, I, I'm not playing Carrasco. Not doing it. Yeah, I mean, Cleveland's a team you're picking on every single day, it seems like, right now, uh, with Ramirez out of the lineup right now, too. And Josh Nail has been out as well. It's just yeah. – man. The lineup's bad. Um, if Ramirez is out of lineup and Naylor's out of lineup again, and you think Carrasco's going to throw 80 to 85 pitches, maybe he's worth a take a shot type of play. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't hate it, but I wish we like if he wasn't coming back from injury and he was just struggling a little bit, I'd have way more interest in him in this spot. Um, yeah, Cleveland bats, crickets, crickets, crickets. What do you got, Will? I don't want to play them. Like, I, once again, Stevie, if this offense is terrible right now, I can't do it. I just can't. Yeah, I mean, unless Ramirez and Naylor come back and you want to throw like a Naylor, Ramirez, Bell type of stack, and you can't even do that, right? Because Bell and Naylor are both first base. So, yeah. Hate how that works out for Cleveland. Um, Mets, what do we think here with the Mets? Great spot against Quantrill, bad ballpark. Um, what are we doing with the Mets today? I mean, the, the Mets have got to pick it up here, right? Like, they, they haven't really been playing well. This is a spot where they should be able to get off, even if they're not hitting home runs. Like, I feel like the ball can get put in play here. Uh, like Nemo at 4,700. I think he's a good price. McNeil's been playing. He's 3,600. Uh, Lindor is 4,900, so he's under 5K. I wonder if I wonder if Beatty cracks the lineup today. Um, he could, like, because he, he's he's thirty one hundred. I'm just I'm just wondering um, if if they do that because he is facing a righty today. So if he is at thirty one hundred, I think he he should be in the lineup. Um, Alonzo obviously is going to play. Vogelbach will probably play today too. Might get platoon, but still, I, I think they got enough of these nice lefties, Steve. They have a little bit of pop. Uh, to take some shots on the Mets today against Quantrill. I, I like this team a lot. Yeah, Pete Alonso's in play against anybody, and then you get a low strikeout pitcher. Um, you gotta you gotta always feel good about Pete Alonso in these types of matchups. So I like the Beatty call as well, really cheap. Seattle at Atlanta. 
Miller and Elder facing off against each other. Eight and a half total. The Braves are 145 favorites. Um, any interest here in Bryce Miller? Um, I have slight interest, Stevie. It's it, but he's 9,400, and that's what that's what's going to keep me off of him. Like I, I think he's going to get some strikeouts. Um, I also think he's going to give up runs. And in this particular spot, I think he's going to give up too many that may be able to account for the strikeouts. And so I, I think I'm going to stay away at the $9,400 price tag. If he was facing some other bad offense, Stevie, I, I would probably be in today. But facing the Braves, I just don't want to risk it. Look, they're going to strike out, and I know this, but, man, they can still score the run. So I'm going to back off of Bryce Miller today. I think Bryce Miller is extremely talented, but his underlining numbers are concerning. He has a 28% K rate with a 9% swinging strike rate. That is not sustainable. He has a 60% fly ball rate and has yet to give up a home run. That is not sustainable. He has a .47 ERA with a 3.71 Sierra. It's not sustainable. He has a 150 Babbitt. All of this is not sustainable. There's going to be a start that Bryce Miller is going to go out and he's going to get hammered. The Braves are one of the best teams in the league. I think Bryce Miller is extremely talented. But for all the reasons that I just said, I'm going to pass on this spot for Bryce Miller. Someone that I've played a bunch already. Um, I think he's talented. Hey, it's the battle of the Bryces. Bryce Elder on the other side of this game. He's flashed him upside this season. Um, any interest here in Elder? 9,200, man. It's like... Gosh, these guys shouldn't be at these prices today, but it's the nature of the slate. If I was going to play one of the Bryces, it would probably be Elder today. Uh, I, I think Bryce Miller has more strikeout, pure strikeout upside long term. I think Bryce Miller, Elder, excuse me, may have more strikeout upside today. Seattle has been, I mean, striking out at an incredible clip, Stevie. I mean, I've taken almost every pitcher there has been, even some marginal pitchers against the Seattle Mariners last week and early this week, and it's worked out like the Boston guys, right? You look at uh, Pavetta, uh, you look at uh, Tanner Houck, just guys that have been able to kind of pitch around this team, get some strikeouts because they strike out a ton. I think Elder's in a similar boat. I just don't want to pay, pay 9200 because I do still think he gives up runs. I think he's just like Bryce Miller today, uh, but a lower K-rate guy. I don't think I'm playing Elder, but it's not going to shock me if he goes out here and gets six or seven strikeouts today against Seattle. It gets, um, excuse me, he gets uh, six or seven strikeouts because of four runs. It's not going to matter what he Correct. does strikeouts. So, yeah. Um, I mean, Elder's underlining numbers not great either. Um, I, you know, he's another guy, but his biggest thing is he generates a ton of ground balls. That's why he's not giving up a ton of home runs. Um, I'm with you. If I was going to play one of the Bryces, it'd be Elder. I'm probably not playing either one of them. Yeah, I can see doing crazier things on this slate though, uh, because I, I do think pitching overall on this slate is not the best. Um, so, understatement. Again, though, if you're playing Elder in like a large field tournament, you definitely want to have a Seattle stack or two because yes, they strike out, but they also hit home runs. Uh, a lot of exactly, a lot of power in this lineup for sure. So, all right, let's talk bats. Um, what are your thoughts here on the Seattle bats? I think you just – this is a stacker fade spot, and I think you stack them, Stevie. Like, when I look at uh, Bryce Elder here, once again, 
He's going to get some strikeouts, but I think this team uh, could, could hang some on him as well. So guys like Cal Riley, expensive at 4900 but if you want to play this team, he would be a guy uh, that I think you could look at. Um, you look in the outfield, right? They've got Julio. Julio striking out a ton, but I, I think he could put the ball over the fence. Same thing for Kalenic. It's just they've got guys that have some power. And so I, the more I think about it, I probably one off or mini stack this team. I don't go all the way deep. I just I take to take the power guys, look at the batted ball profiles, and go from there. Yeah, um, I think that's smart. I think that's smart. Um, Atlanta bats. I mean, I think Atlanta stack is very playable. Yeah. Today. I hope they. Yeah. I hope they go a little lower owned just because of how Miller's been pitching. But again, everything I just pointed out with this guy. Um, I mean, you can't have 25 fly balls and keep giving like 10 fly balls a game and not give up a home run. It's just not sustainable. So Atlanta is too good of an offense. I like the Atlanta stack today for sure. Yeah, I'm with you, brother. Like, th this is a full stack for sure. Um, Acuna's expensive, and, you know, some of these guys are have got up there. But, Stevie, they don't want to price up Rosario. He's 2600 they don't want to price up Ozuna, who's been hitting better. Six uh, home runs in the last ten games for Ozuna. Yeah, yeah, and they don't. They, Steve, they don't want to price him up. Uh, you know, you've got Mister Harris here at thirty four hundred. Now the big guns are still up there a little bit. Like Riley's fifty one hundred. Uh, Albie's is forty eight, and Olson's forty three. They got Murphy at fifty one. But like, you can put together quality like, ha over half of the outfield. Stevie is two K. Or less. I mean, 3K or less, excuse me. And that's Ozuna Rosario, who would be playing with uh, Acuna. I I think those prices alone really opens up. And Albies has been hitting well as, as well at 4,800. So I like this team. Definitely think we want to stack the Braves. And I'm not just saying that because it's my favorite team. You should have just said Braves are hitting well. Like, just Braves are hitting well. <laughs> um, yeah. Everyone, everyone's hitting well for the Braves. Like Arcia, Orlando Arcia is hitting the ball well. Like, dude's batting 342 on the season. Um, so yeah, um, don't sleep on Atlanta today. Don't sleep on Atlanta. All right, we got Colorado at Texas, no course. Um, it's always nice when Colorado gets on the road. Nine total in this game. The Rangers are a 225 favorite. Perez against Kaufman. Kaufman, um, anyway, Carl Kaufman, I think is uh, that's my guess. Um, any interest here in Kaufman? Negative. I usually, I'm, I'm really good with like prospects, but I don't know if I've ever heard of this guy. Am I missing something on him? Well, I'm looking him up now because I'm super curious. Yeah, not a prospect. Oh, man, this guy is just going to get smashed in this game. <laughs> um, yeah, don't play this guy. Really like the Texas act today. What are they doing? Um, I don't know. Are they out of moves or something? Anyway, um, I mean, this guy is his advanced numbers. Uh, there's a reason that I don't know who this guy is, Will. Like, he has a 7.7 <laughs> 7 ERA in AAA this season. Giving up, oh my gosh, Texas might be the top stack on the slate today. They could be. I, man, I hate course. Good thing hey, they're not, not there. Cores, I, I know, I know, I know. 
I also hate the Rockies, and that's that's really where I was headed. I, I I'm not. I, I'm definitely not playing Mr. Kaufman. Uh, I'm not playing any Rockies either, for what it's worth. All right, let's talk Perez. Um, do we oh, think Martin Perez goes out and gets us twenty to twenty-five here? No, I don't. If okay. he had more strikeout stuff, I think he would. I don't think the Rockies are going to beat him up. I don't think he's going to get enough strikeouts. Um, and that that's really my concern with Perez. Steve, if if I told you right now, and I think we'd all take him, if I said, hey, Perez gave you five strikeouts, didn't give up any runs, got through six clean, I think you'd take him at 7,700 today. I would. I think I'm going to take him regardless. So, I, I like him, but gosh, man, I just – does he does he have enough in the tank to get the strikeouts? Well, I mean, he's facing the team that has the lowest amount of home runs, the lowest WRC plus, and a twenty five percent K rate against left handed pitching this season. They play half of their games in cores, and they have the lowest amount of home runs against left handed pitching this season. So, I, listen, I'm not a huge Martin Perez fan. I, I very rarely do I talk about playing him, but as bad as this team is with Crone out too, like, I mean, you're really just kind of worried about Chris Bryant. I mean, who else are you really worried about here? So um, as much as I hate to say it, I think that Perez is, I think he's playable today. I think you're looking at 20 to 25. It's not going to be the cleanest or nicest 20 to 25, but I, I talk about this all the time too. Well, as someone that pitched for a long time, pitching with a lead is different kind of pitching. And I think he's going to be pitching with a lead today. So um yeah, I mean I'm on I'm on I'm on Perez a little bit today. Understood. If I were going to play some Colorado bats, it would probably be Gritchick and Bryant. Yep. That's about it. That is it. Yeah. Doyle, maybe, but no. Man, man CJ Crone. They're missing him right now. I can tell you that. Jesus. Yeah. They're missing a lot. They're missing the whole team. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Colorado has been bad for years, it feels like. But, yeah. Uh, Texas bats. Dude, I love Texas today. The more I look into this kid, um, I mean, this is not even like a top prospect in the Colorado organization. I feel so bad for him right now. Like, he's just getting thrown to the wolves in this game. Um, good for him. He gets to make his major league debut. A lot of people can't say they've done that, but dude, I love Texas in this spot. Seager being back too, like, give me yeah, the it Texas helps. Back. It's yeah. listen. I saw I saw the results of Seager being back. It, it, it sounds crazy. Just watching Spencer Strider pitch last night, like it's it's Stevie. One or two bats that are going to give you some trouble can change everything in a lineup. Yeah. Everything. So. And, I, I'm with you. I'm in on Texas because the other thing too, Stevie, man, that, and I know this isn't like, this isn't going to be anything statistical, but you play ball. I play ball. We understand it. Once hitters get some confidence, Stevie, all of a sudden the ball just starts flying around the yard. You, go, uh, you know, one guy gets to hit the next guy. They're feeling good. They, the mojo's going to get locked in. The clubhouse has got some energy, some electricity. And I, I think we might be experiencing that especially with Seager coming back. I, I'm with you. I'm in on Texas. There's a good team today. Really good team. Yeah, and I think, like, Grossman is grossly underpriced. Oh, very. 2400 Like, Heim. Um, yeah, I mean, Texas, I think they're in a great spot today. 
very, very interesting stack. But kick off the new year with new gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. With Shady Rays, you can look good and feel good. To date, they have donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. If you don't love them, exchange for a new pair or return them free within 30 days. There's no risk when you stop and shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays has given out their best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code Rotogrinders for 50% off two or more pairs of Polaroid sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. All right, Kansas City at Chicago taking on the White Sox. When you have like a really bad sore throat, it is so hard to do something like that um, nonstop. And like your cough drop just ran out. Oh, that was rough. Nine total in this game. Probably not high enough. Um, White Sox are 126 favorite. We got Granky and Kopech facing off against each other. Um, any interest here in Zach Granky? No. Dude, five strikeouts last time out. I don't care. All right. Just, hey, gotta, we got to ask the hard-hitting questions. <laughs> I mean, making sure. <laughs> I am oh doing honey. Gosh. I have these, like, sore throat-like honey things. Oh man, gotta ask the hard-hitting question. That, that that's the classic moment, my friend. This this is what I might not forget. Yeah, I got <laughs> you, buddy. <laughs> hard-hitting questions. For what it's worth, I don't have any interest in Granky either. Um, <laughs> not not playing Zach Granky today. I'm not playing Kopech on the other side. Um, once like a big-time top prospect, just really hasn't put it together. Um, would love to eventually see him put it together, but yeah. Um, I'm not playing Kopech today. Yep. Not doing it. Negative. I'm with you. Um, even though it's Kansas City, man, I just... Mm-mm. I think we're going to see a lot of runs in this game. Yeah, I, I do too. Here's the crazy part. Like, we've seen Kopech, Steve, like, even earlier this year. He had a nine strikeout game against Tampa Bay and still only scored 13 points. He's going to give up too many runs. Even if he gets six strikeouts, he's probably going to give up three or four. I just – I can't do it. Yeah, I hear you, man. Um, Kansas City bats, I mean, obviously with at the top, Perez gives you some catcher ceiling. Vinny at 3,600, a kind of underpriced first baseman. Oh, yeah. I mean, Ben Detendi's been in the lineup here recently, hitting up towards the top of the lineup. Oh, we'll get to him. Why I keep I always forget that he's on the White Sox and not Kansas City anymore. But hey, we're gonna I, I like him too on the other side. Um, Nick Prado at thirty one hundred is someone I don't mind here. But yeah, I like Kansas City a lot. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Um, I, I think it's a team you could definitely stack, Steve. You talked about Sal Powell at 4,700. I don't hate him. Pascantino, I think, is the bat that really opens up this offense from a stack perspective, basically getting good quality a good quality bat for a lot cheaper than some of the, the higher-end power guys. So I, I, I like him a lot. Excuse me. And then Bobby Witt, I mean, he's really not that expensive considering, like, he's 5,100. He could probably very well have been 5,500 in this spot. So I feel like he's cheap enough. Um, you know, you've got, got Melendez like you talked about. I just think overall this team is very cheap to get a, to go against a pitcher that's been, been struggling a little bit this season. Uh, White Sox bats. I mean, I like the White Sox just as much. I know they've been a disappointing team this season, but, I mean, when you have a matchup against Granky, everything comes together. Yeah, man, cheap team that you can put together. They haven't been hitting the ball well overall this season. I definitely think, you know, a matchup with Zach Grinky could be the, the, the 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 turn, just the turn that they needed. I mean, we've got Robert at 4K. This is a guy that could be 5K in the if he goes on a hitting streak. Benintendi at 3,200. This is a guy that can be 4,200 if they're hitting well. Um, you know, we, we've got Tim Anderson here at 4,700. We've seen Tim Anderson at 55, 5,600 already, you know, when, when he's rolling. So overall, Steve, I just think this is a really, really good team to stack. Um, we've got Alberto, who should be in the lineup as well, at, at second or third. I, I like this team. Gavin Sheets has been crushing the ball. Um, Someone I've been playing a lot lately. So really like Gavin Sheets today. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a this is a game I definitely have um, a lot of interest in. All right, we got Oakland at Houston. This game is currently at nine and a half. And the Astros are a 250 favorite. We got Waldachuk against Belak. Uh, any interest here in Waldachuk? Who, buddy? That answer is no. Um, look, I know Houston's been struggling this season, but I, I look, man, lefties, it's, it's been a different story. I can't do it. Yeah, don't play Walter. I thought we were going to get a really fast no there. Well, it's because – but it, that that's because Houston's – they've been sort of dreadful. But against yeah. lefties, it's been much better. I just I, – I can't do it. Yeah, they have big time splits this season. Uh, Brandon Belak on the other side of this game. Any interest in him? Uh, negative. Don't want to do it. I have slight interest. Um, 6,200 against Oakland. I think you could do worse. Um, I think you could do better. Oakland has been hitting ball a lot better um, recently. We continue to talk about it. Nick Allen sneakily has been hitting all right. Yeah. I mean, the whole team, really. Um, So I think he is playable. He's not my favorite. He's going to get some strikeouts here. Oakland still strikes out really high clip, but not my favorite. Um, Oakland Bats, any interest here in Oakland? Yeah, I'm not stacking them, Stevie, but I don't mind the one off. I know you you like your guy Rooker there. Uh, Nick Allen's kind of been my guy, man. Short, like he's really kind of sneakily been hitting okay, and he's two K. He's still two K. Like I just, I, I I I think I think you could do worse than Nick Allen at two K. Yeah, 
And the only thing I'll say about Nick Allen um, is they pinch hit him a lot. They pinch hit him a lot. So, I mean, that's the one downside to him. Him and um, Diaz, it seems like yeah. those two guys get pinch Diaz. hit up for a lot. Uh, Houston side of this game, I mean, Bregman, obviously, I think he's one of the top plays on the slate. McCormick, really cheap at 3400 Oh, yeah. I think this whole stack is very playable today. Yeah, love the Houston stack. Might even might I interest you even in some Jose Abreu at twenty seven hundred in nope. this spot? No, I, I know I, I know you didn't <laughs> want to play him at all. I, I was joking, but hey, he's got a couple doubles recently. <laughs> Listen, I, I I do think this stack is good today. They're very cheap compared to what we're used to. S- sign me up for the Houston stack against Walter Chuck. Yeah, if there was ever a, a pitching staff to hit your first home run of the season, Oakland's pitching staff is really bad. Still the worst bullpen in baseball. So um, Abreu is really cheap, really cheap. <laughs> that's all I got. That, that, that's my that's my Abreu take. Um, yeah, man, just tough, tough go for him this year. Yeah, Dodgers and Cardinals eight and a half total in this game. Dodgers a one. 42 favorites. We got Gonzalez against Mats. Any interest here in Gonzalez? No. Yeah, Cardinals are warming up. Oh, yeah. They're warming up. They're we knew it coming. To hit. Oh, yeah. That that lineup is way too good. Um, Gonzalez, 5x fifth guy. Decent K stuff, but not enough, I, I think, to beat this team. Doesn't generate enough ground balls and soft contact for me. Um, do you know, fun fact, 37... 37 balls in play or played appearances against lefties, 0% hard con- or soft contact for Gonzalez this year. Fun fact. Very interesting. Fun fact. Um, other side of this game, Mats. Any interest in Mats going up against the Dodgers? No. Yeah, I mean, cheap. Cheap. We've seen Steven Mats have games before. I just I mean, Dodgers are tough. They're tough against lefties and righties, so I think I'll pass. Uh, let's talk some bats here. I mean, obviously, Will Smith against the lefty up towards the top. Mookie Betts. Um, Taylor is someone I really like in this spot. He's a guy that always hits left-handed pitching well. He's 3,200. So, yeah, I mean, ton of interest in the Dodgers overall today. Yeah, big-time interest, man. We, and we, we've seen Matt struggle, you know, in, in a couple of, you know, Spots kind of like this, like facing Boston, you know, facing even Detroit, facing the Angels. This is a great spot for the Dodgers, man. I I really like this team today. Cardinals. I mean, as well as they've been hitting the ball, I mean, I think they have to be on your list of stacks today. I think today is going to be a really high-scoring slate. I think there's a lot of good spots today. Um, Talk to me here. What are your thoughts on the Cardinals? Yeah, man, uh, interesting spot for them. I do think this offense could be a little bit more limited than the the Dodgers offense. However, that still does not have me afraid. You know, when you look across this team, you know, especially if we get, uh, uh, oh, man, my boy, Newt Barr in the lineup as well at 4K or Donovan, which, you know, Edmund, I'm hoping Edmund can – can, can come back because he's typically my favorite bat to play because he stays pretty cheap. Uh, Arenado, obviously, I think everybody knows he's really uh, got hot here recently and it started swing, swinging a, a good stick here. Um, Goldsmith, you know, and then Contreras has been, you know, pretty okay this season as well. 
I don't hate him. I, I think this is a good little stat. You know, more expensive than some of our other cheaper stacks that I really like today, but but still a good quality team, man. If they, they continue to hit better game to game to game. All right, we got Minnesota at LA taking on the Angels. Eight and a half total in this game. The Twins, a 124 favorite. Joe Ryan going up against Reed Deepmers. Um, thoughts here on Joe Ryan? I think he's a little bit overpriced. I think he gets some strikeouts today. Man, I wish he was like, I don't know, 9K. But, I mean, he's been 10K for the past couple starts now. I think it's just how it's lining up. He's just – is he worth 10-3 today? And like you talked about, what, what will be a high score in slate? He's worth it if he goes for 30. I don't know if he's worth it if he goes for 25. I know these guys are professional, but let's let's look off the field for a second, right? L.A. played in Baltimore on Thursday, day game, 1230. They finished. They had to fly across country to L.A. to be ready for this game. Minnesota had a day off. They got into L.A., and they're ready to go. Does that wear? I mean, sure. Like, that's not easy to do. Is there a lot of strikeouts on the bottom half of this lineup? Heck, yeah, oh, there is. So... When you have a talented pitcher like Joe Ryan, yeah, a little overpriced, um, even on FanDuel at 11K. I think he has to be in the conversation today. Um, too many strikeouts in this bottom half. Dury is not going to continue to hit this well against right-handed pitching uh, either. I, I mean, Ryan will probably get Trout once, I, I would say, to be honest with you. Because Trout's yeah. striking up around 25%, if I'm not mistaken. 26.3. Like, okay, see? He'll probably get Trout once. And there you have it. I mean, the, the Joe Ryan experience will probably go okay. 10-3, like I said, I'm, I'm not like off Joe Ryan. I'm just, man, I'm really hoping he gets close to 30 fantasy points today. Well, let me ask you another question. What other pitcher on this slate do you feel good about saying has 10 strikeout upside? Oh, 10. Um, let's go with 2,000. 20 to uh snell um, i'm not playing snell against Boston. You're crazy. no 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 that's why i said that's why i said 2020 not, not yeah. this year's snell uh now nah, i'm with you man um he's he's really probably the only one to be quite honest i mean we're gonna talk about alcantara in a few minutes he's the other guy i think so but he's on the road and see this is the... i know he is stevie like Anyway, I talked about it yesterday, so like the numbers are pretty fresh. It's crazy the splits on all the Miami pitchers, actually, Steve. Not just him. Lazardo, Sandy, Cabrera, all of them. Like, totally different pitchers on the road. It's crazy. All right, going back to pitchers in this game, Dietmers, um, I mean, he is definitely struggling with hard contact, but he's also striking out guys at a pretty good clip this year. Uh, any interest in him against Minnesota? I do. He He's probably one of my favorite tournament pitchers. I like, think he's a great tournament player. Yeah, he. Th this is like my tournament guy. Even though you've kind of looked over the game log, you see, you know, him struck like this is the guy that can go out and get six to eight strikeouts, probably gives up. Let's hope he gives up only two and he has a good start. If he gets through six, gets seven or eight strikeouts, and gives up two runs, I'll take that all day at this price at 7900 He is one of my favorite lower-end or cheaper tournament pitchers on the day. 
Minnesota quietly has struggled with left-handed pitching this season. They have a 27% K rate. So Dietmers, nothing clean about Dietmers here, but I think this is a spot he can get seven to nine strikeouts, give up a couple of runs, and we're looking at 20-plus at 7,900. Again, again, um, pitching on the slate, not the best. It really isn't. Um, Polanco banged up, too. Could potentially be out of the lineup here. Um, It was a hamstring-like strain. Highly doubt he's in the lineup anytime soon. And I don't think we'd get Gallo, but sure. Uh, would love for Gallo to be in the lineup. But what are your thoughts here on Minnesota? Yeah, it's just a one-off team. That's all it is, Stevie. Like, if you want to if you want to one-off Buxton, go right ahead. Once again, I don't think Det- Detmers gets through this thing clean. Like, it – He's not getting through this game clear. I'm not expecting that. I'm hoping he gives up solo shots. Steve, like that's that's the hope that that the solo shots are, are what he gives up. Um, so I, yeah, I, I'm I'm just I'm I'm one off in the Minnesota uh, Twins today, but I'm not stacking them. Yeah, um, not a ton of interest. Maybe, like you mentioned, one-offs Miranda. But, I mean, Minnesota has really struggled with lefties for a reason. Yeah. Angels, bats, any interest here in the Angels? Uh, no. Angels sit on the shelf today. Going to side with Joe Ryan. Yeah, I mean, really tough matchup. Like, yeah. we're not even going to sit here and say it's not a, it's a, it's an easy matchup. Uh, Moniak has been hitting leadoff. He's 2,600. Like, you get the platoon. Um, how did he go wrong with a guy named Mickey? So, <laughs> he has some stolen base upside, too. So, like, he's giving it to you in, uh, you know, multiple different ways. I think I look for him in a better spot over the weekend. But I don't know um, if I'm playing him against Joe Ryan. But Yeah. He definitely makes the Otani Trout stack cheaper if you're wanting to do, like, a three-man Angel stack. Because he's so cheap. Yeah, for sure. Boston at San Diego, eight and a half total in this game. The Padres are 152 favorites. Um, any interest here in James Paxton? Man, Steve. Paxton. So Paxton comes out, faces St. Louis right out of the gate, 87 pitches, nine strikeouts. I think I'm going to roll the dice on Paxton and let's see what happens, right? Like, because this is a guy that did have strikeout stuff prior to all the injuries. So if he's going to come out, he got up to 87 pitches. Stevie, if he's around 90 pitches again at 8,300 and he can replicate this performance, I'll take it. So I'm in on Paxton, um, and and let's just see what happens. He looked fantastic. He looked fantastic. Watched watch quite a bit of that game. He looked good. Um, one bad pitch led him to a home run. But, you know, overall, like one first, first start, we'll take it. Yeah, 1.86, you know, Sierra did not generate any soft contact, which when you're a strikeout pitcher, you tend to see that sometimes. But kept the walks down against a tough offense. Like, yeah, San Diego is not any – they're not an easy offense by any means. Um, but Machado's banged up right now. That potentially takes out um, one of the right-handed bats in this lineup. So, obviously, that helps a little bit. You still have to get around, like, Tatis. Don't get me wrong. 
I think they're playable. I mean, I think he's playable. Um, pitching stinks today. I think Paxton's playable. Blake Snell on the other side of this game, we, we just haven't seen like that ceiling Blake Snell game. It just hasn't happened. And his carriage down this year. It's like what 24%, 23%. Like it's not, it's not in that 28 to 30 like we're used to. Is he someone that I mean, the advanced numbers definitely suggest he's still getting a very high swinging strike rate. Like, is he someone we're going to see some positive regression with strikeouts eventually? Or do, do you think it's a byproduct of tough offenses? He's faced the Dodgers twice. He's faced the Cubs, you know, earlier this year when when they were hitting. He's faced Atlanta twice. He's faced the Mets once. Um, let me ask you that because Cincinnati was his best game or his best fantasy production game, but he still only scored 20 fantasy points. So I, I do think he's still worth getting some shares for what it's worth. And let's just see, maybe see how it goes down the road. But once again, Boston's going to be a tough offense. Yeah, I mean, tough offense. Um, I I don't know. Um, like looking through like his advanced stats and stuff, like his striker swinging strike rate is fantastic still. But I mean, just not putting guys away. Like it, it's still Snell's biggest issue is he's not putting guys away. He'll make those one or bad one one or two bad pitches, um, and he'll get hit really hard. And it just it's tough, man. It's tough to play Blake Snell right now. But in large field tournaments on a slate with pitching that's limited. I think he has to be at least in the conversation. Um, I also like the Sox. I think the Sox are interesting today. So uh, let's talk to those Boston bats. Um, dealing with a little bit of injuries right now as well with Verdugo banged up. I don't think he would have really played much anyway. Um, I think overall, looking at them, you know, you're obviously, I think you're playing Devers and Yoshida, even lefty lefty. But I think the real value here is like Turner. 3,700, Kiki Hernandez, 3,600, Rep Snyder, 3K. Um, I, I talked about Valdez the other day. Lefty-lefty, don't like him as much in this spot. But Pablo Reyes, he keeps hitting left-handed pitching. Um, he had a really good game the other day. I think this is a good spot to look at the Red Sox. Yeah, absolutely, man. Ton, tons of guys. And a lot of those guys that you named, Stevie, all cheap plays that we can get in if we want to take a shot on some Ryan – Paxton type lineups where we spend up a little bit to maybe see if we can take a little bit more security and try to try to get the fantasy points or, or spend up to take what we feel like should be kind of some baked in floor. Um, and we can do it with this team. So I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Love Boston today. And you can probably still get Devers in no problem because most of these bats Turner 37, you talked about uh, uh, Hernandez. He's in that mid, uh, mid to low three K range. Just so many guys that we can play. Uh, like them a ton. Question in YouTube chat. Does Boston still not strike out? They're much lower strikeout team against right-handed pitching. They're around 22% against left-handed pitching. All right. We're, we're there. We got there. Um, I'm shocked I got through this podcast for what it's worth. Miami at San Francisco. Seven and a half total in this game. Giants a slight favorite here. Um, let's talk about it. Alcantara. Alcantara. 9,800. Giants better against right-handed pitching. I think when we're looking at like just overall ceiling, he has to be in the conversation today. Here's what I will say, Stevie. What what I need him to do is not get shelled 
after having a good game. Like when when you look over some like and, and this is game long, but it's not like that because I've tracked so I've seen what's happened. But like this previous game against Cincinnati, Steve, if I would have told you Sandy went seven and two thirds innings against Cincinnati, in your mind you would have said, "Oh, Sandy must have had an impeccable day. He almost went the full the full distance." Well, he was on his way. He had nine strikeouts. He gave up six runs. Stevie, in Chicago, he something similar. He only gave up two, eight and a third, nine Ks. Against Atlanta, had, on the struggle bus a little bit, five innings, five Ks. Like, Back-to-back Atlanta starts, though. I, I get it. A little no, credit. I, I get it. But but the first one, the, and the first one he was on the road, second one he was at home, back-to-back. So I get it. But my point is, I'm with you against San Francisco. I like it. What I will say is he's not getting up clean. I, I don't see – like San Francisco, has been, they've been striking out, but there's tons of power in this lineup. And 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 somebody's going to – a couple of these guys are going to give him some trouble. I, I still think he's going to be fine at, at 9,800, but um, he's definitely not my favorite pitcher of the day. And historically, man, I've really tried to avoid Sandy on the road. So I, I'm going to play him because of the slate. If the slate was any bigger and we had better pitching, I, he'd get the X button. I will go out and say that I think Destefani on the other side of this game is a better play if we're factoring. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm with you. I'm just saying when we're looking at like overall talent and ceiling on this slate, he has to be in consideration. Like he just has to be because of like the type of ceiling that he's capable of doing. But Destefani on the other side of this game doesn't have the leash like um, Alcantara does, but he has a great matchup here going against Miami. Jazz just got put on the IL on, I think, Tuesday. Um, so, like, their best hitter is out of the lineup now. Like, yeah. I just, mean, just let Luis Arias hit the ball on the ground. You're good. Yeah. I mean, I think this is a, a fantastic spot for Descafani. Yeah. Well, what I like about Descafani in this particular spot, Stevie, is he should be able to pitch well enough to get the lead. So, like, we've seen him. Like against St. Louis, he was pitching okay. He went 96 pitches. Against Houston, he was pitching fine. Didn't pick up a lot of strikeouts, but went eight innings. Uh, 26 fantasy points. Against Washington, he pitched seven innings, and it just it just got shelled randomly. So I think if he's pitching okay, he's going to be great today. I, I love Desclafani, and he should be able to pick up more strikeouts. Yeah, great spot for him. Really good yeah. spot for him. Jazz being out of lineup is a huge, huge thing. Like, that is your best hitter, um, not in the lineup. I know Solaire has been hitting well, um, but I'm not – he can give up a home run to Solaire, and I'm okay with it, like, at the end of the day. Um, Miami Vats, any interest here in Miami? No. Yeah, Solaire would be it, but it's really hard for me to play a 5,300 one-off. I say this all the time. Yeah. San Francisco Bats? Nope. Yeah, I mean, with Jock out of the lineup is a huge deal. I mean, you could, I think you can still take shots on like Yaz at 4,100. Um, I have been playing quite a bit of Schmidt at 3,100. I mean, this kid definitely seems like the real deal. Um, I'm probably not doing it here, though. All right. Morning grind games. Morning grind game. Under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Who you got today? 
Uh, I think this is going to be an easy one for me. Probably, like I said, one of my favorite tournament pitchers of the day. Let's go with Reed Detmer, 7,900. Yeah, we'll see if he's Detmers or Detmers today. Um, great, spot, <laughs> great spot for him today. Hopefully he gets the job done. Um, he's definitely my answer too, but for the sake of the game, give me Brandon Belak against Oakland. Over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Man, we got a lot of them. I'm on the side with Kikuchi, man. All right, yeah, don't hit that one. Uh, I'm going to go Gonzalez against the Cardinals today. I know he's coming off of two really good games, uh, but I think I'm going to pass on him today. Over 4,000 to go yard. Who's hitting a home run today? Man, we've got so many options, Stevie. Um, I'm going to stay in the same game and give me Adley Rutschman against Kikuchi. All right. I'm going to go Adalas Garcia for Texas, one of the hottest hitters in baseball right now, absolutely smoking the baseball. Um his batted ball data right now is fantastic. He's jumping off on my model. So uh, give me Garcia today. Yeah. Under 4K to get two hits. Who do you like? Vinny Pascantino, 3,600. All right. I like it. Um, so many options today. I think I'm going to continue to ride the hot bat. Give me Gavin Sheets. It might only be one, but if it's a home run, I'll count it. <laughs> yeah we like home runs we do we like home runs from cheap that, that's even better um before we get into the stack question um someone asked if kaufman was with kansas city years ago not the same guy this guy is rockies drafted rockies triple a double a minor league so give me a stack to score six or more runs today give me the Chicago Cubs. Like it. Texas, man. I mean, everything's bigger in Texas. I think Texas crushes on this. Like, I think they tee off today. I think they're they're in a fantastic spot. Ton of interest in Texas. Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Negative, my brother. You go and get yourself some rest. Take care of yourself. And I think we'll be back rolling next week. Yep. We'll see you. On Monday, you guys can see Will tomorrow, 10.30 Eastern, doing the Pick'em show here on Roto-Grinders. If you enjoy Fantasy Pick'em, whether you like to dabble in it or not, Will is one of the best at it. So make sure you're checking him out each and every day, 10.30 Eastern over there on Grinders Live. Yeah. That's it, right? Monday through Friday, right? Monday, yep, through, Monday Friday. through Friday, 10.30. Yeah. Yep. Get it in. Take your Pick'em. There you go. We'll be back Monday. Hope you all have a fantastic weekend. Have a good one. And uh, we'll see you all on Monday.